0: All right. Welcome to January 2024. Happy New Year, everyone. And I thought we would start out our power hour and our year this year with it's always a good time to create wealth. (laughs) I thought that would be a good one. And so it's good to see some new and some old, old, some lovely um, (laughs) uh, legacy people that I've been working with for years. But welcome, everybody. Uh, we had quite a few people register, so hopefully they'll get these. Uh, they'll get the recording. So any of you that registered, just so you know, for our free power hours, you always get the recording. Um, I believe it's the next day, so check it out in your email so you have it. Those of you who have not done a power hour with me, or maybe it's been a minute, um, remember, we're gonna be do, doing some experiences. So you wanna get pencil and paper, Um, because we're going to be digging around in the subconscious beliefs. Those of you who have done our Essence of Being workshops and all of the other programs we've done around the world, you know I like to, you know, play, and I like to have you uh, really work on experiences and go to that subconscious belief that might be blocking you from whatever that is. I'm going to give you some tools at the end of the call tonight so that you'll have some tools to leave with. And hopefully... Joe, I don't know if you guys see his avatar. That's cute, kind of, kind of freaky, and you know, weird but cute. Um, so what we're gonna do is play with each other today, and uh, that even sounds weird too. So I should start all over because I'm like having a weird vibes all of a sudden, seemingly. Um, I'm gonna do something a little different this time. Normally my power hours, I've been doing these now every uh, third Wednesday of every month since 2013, I think. So I've been doing these a long time. And uh, every now and then I like to use Zoom um, to do some PowerPoints, which is gonna be a little different this time. So I'm gonna give you some PowerPoints to look at as well as we're going through uh, tonight. All right. So sometimes I do that, sometimes I don't, sometimes it's meditation, sometimes it's just yakking. Okay. Um, but I appreciate all of you being here and spending time with me, and hopefully we'll um we'll add some value together. So again, tonight is all about it's always a good time to create wealth. Say that after me. It's always a good time to create wealth. Well.
1: Good it affirmation. Is
0: it is. It's a great affirmation, and we have to define well, what is well. So I want you just to shout out to me, uh, what do you think stops you from creating wealth? what What are blocks or you think that stops you from creating wealth that maybe you've encountered before? Just shout it out.
1: Not, wow. uh, not aligned with passions.
0: Not aligned with passions. Go ahead.
1: I think for me in the past, it was really entitling it myself to a passion I've got. I'm living my purpose. I've, I've got that. There's no question about it. Well, what's um, but stopping it, you from creating wealth? Having a higher um, self, self-esteem. But I've got
0: that now. I've got okay. that now. Finally. All right. Okay. That's really awesome. That's there. Awesome. What else? What else has stopped you guys from creating wealth in the past?
2: Well, I'm not sure which way to go.
0: Not sure which way to go?
2: Yeah. What do you focus
3: on?
0: (laughs) What are you focusing on? Yeah, you heard that somewhere, huh? Yeah, I did. Okay, awesome. Just easily distracted. Uh, Get distracted easily, yeah.
1: For me, it's finding a good marketer, because I'm not the one that's going to... I market it for a while, and then I'm on to creating, because I like to create. Okay, finding a good marketer.
0: And actually, having support, right? Feeling like you have to do it all. Yes, yes. Okay. Awesome. Anything else anybody can shout out? So sometimes people say, well, what blocks me or stops me? In the past that's kept me from creating wealth is knowledge. I don't know. I don't know what to do. God, the government stops me. The economy stops me. It's a bad time. You know, it's just a bad time. Like my assets have gone down, or I don't even have assets, or my job stops me because I can't make it, or my business is not, uh, it's in a recession right now. So the recession is stopping me from creating wealth, or the value of what I have, or who I am, or I'm just tired, or it's too hard. Well- You know, so there's a lot of reasons why we put up there and saying that this is why we can't, quote, create wealth. Did you know that most millionaires are created in a recession? Yeah. Did you know that? Yes. So it's a question of survive versus thrive. Yeah. So a lot of times people go into survival mode as opposed to thrive. If they look at. If they're in survival mode, what do you do? You play it safe, right? You want to play it safe, don't want to take any risks, want to cut costs, want to limit my reach or to save money. If you have a business, you don't want to spend money, or even if you're not in a business and you have a job or you're just, maybe you're retired and you just don't know. <laughs> you don't want to spend uh, and you want to save. You know, the economy... Uh, they people say, well, it could crash. So when economies recover, though, as you know, economy is cyclical, right? It's not a structural change so far. We've been in the cyclical things. So eventually, the economy shifts. And so then where are you? That's why why so many millionaires are made during the recessions is because the people that look at opportunities and say, I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to play it safe. I might make a mistake, but I'm willing to take a risk. And so maybe your systems that you have in place are not up. You don't have a good system yet on how to do this, or maybe you just don't have the the right habits yet or your mindset's not right. And what I mean by not right is just not in alignment with creating wealth. And it really takes courage to take action when you're in that space of survival, doesn't it? Yes. Yeah, so thriving is a whole different mindset. And thriving is basically looking at opportunities no matter where you're at in your quest for prosperity, whether it's a job or your business or whatever you're doing in wealth management or wealth um, creating. It's really understanding your value and understanding the opportunities that are there, and go for it, right? And take the risk and and be willing to make mistakes. Remember what Buckminster Fuller, who is one of my heroes and people that I teach, um, his philosophies, is he said, most people don't make enough mistakes. The biggest mistake you can make is not making enough mistakes, okay? So, from that place, I want to go into my PowerPoint a little bit and show you some of the things, but go ahead and get your pen and paper out so that I can support you in maybe some of the blocks that you might be having that you're not aware of, okay? All right. So share my screen. Can everybody see it okay? Yes or no? Yes. Good. Good. All right it's always a good time to create wealth. so we're going to go through this pretty quickly some of you i have not met uh or played with as much but i just want to ask you a question do you work for money yes or no no Mm -hmm. no do do you want your money do you want your money to work for you yes yes
3: Yes. i'm working for money right now
0: okay we want so the flip side of this is you want your your money is your employee okay no matter where you are in your in your quest and whether you're working as a business owner or you just have a side business or you're an employee or you're just creating wealth in a different way with assets which is fine but you want your money to work for you and so again as i said with buckminster fuller you never change things by fighting the existing reality to change yeah, something Build a new model that makes the existing model obsolete. Can everybody see that? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. So if things aren't working for you in any particular way, instead of trying to buck against the system and try to keep working at the same way every time, build a new model. Let's build a new model that makes the existing model obsolete. And the new model could be a new mindset. It could be a new value. It could be uh, a new system a new habit. Okay. So for those of you who don't know me, not long ago, I was bankrupt. I had a home. I lost everything. I had a, uh, I got a divorce. I was a single mom and a two-year-old son. I was basically living in a van down by the river. I crawled inside my car that had one headlight and one door that didn't open and tried to get my kid out. And that's where I was, but I was teaching workshops at that point, And I felt like I was something was wrong i was doing something wrong why was this happening to me when i had lost everything but i didn't give up and i never <laughs> give up and i still don't give up and now of course we have millions in assets i have a fabulous husband we've been together 26 years my son graduated from NYU he's living and dancing and doing what he does and and married and having a wonderful life in his life Manhattan. I've taught on six continents. I've built a school in Africa. I teach them all over the world. Uh, we have people, thousands of graduates that we yes. with all over the world. And I'm telling you all of this not to say, hey, look at me. I'm telling you all of this to say, look at you. No matter where you are in your quest for prosperity, you can shift this and it can be done. And we are building a global movement of conscious leaders empowering others to create a win-win world. That's what we're all about at Being and our Conscious Leadership Academy. So we're teaching children and adults and we're working with people that really want to make a difference. Okay. So I'm telling you all of this just to kind of give you a background of where I've been and where I am now and to not give up. And I surrounded myself with people who believed in me. And it really takes uh, support, I feel, that a lot of us are trying to do it alone. And no. so to have a community or a tribe or a connection of people that uplift you and remind you of what you're worth. So what is the question? What are, are, what are you worth? And what is wealth? What is worthiness? And so one definition of net worth, okay, can be your net work. So mm-hmm. some people say wealth, it depends on what your operational definition of wealth is. So if you say that your wealth is Bucky talked about wealth as how how long you can you can go and exist and live, okay, and thrive without working. So if you didn't have to, if you didn't work ever again, how long can you go? Hmm. So he described that as that's how wealthy you are. Now, my definition of net worth is your network. Your resources are your network. You have access, okay? So many of us, especially because of what's happened in the world, perhaps in our pandemic and a lot of things that have happened in our life, perhaps we have um, let go of our (laughs) desire. So, for instance, our gas, when we're driving a car, that's our desire. That's what we want. We could be also driving around with our brake on at the same time, which is our belief that we can't have it, which is our resistance. So when we're driving around with our brake and our gas on at the same time, it spins our wheels Mm -hmm. and we feel stuck. So have have you ever felt stuck before? Mm -hmm. Yes. So perhaps what ends up happening is many of us let go of our desire. We let go, we settle, and we just let the gas off. Hmm. Hmm. And we say it just wasn't meant to be. I'll do that in my next lifetime. However, the point I'm trying to make is if we let go of the break or our belief that we can't have it or that we don't deserve it or we're not worthy, then our gas can continue and we can just go, that's what we want. It's letting go of the resistance,
1: mm-hmm.
0: letting go of the beliefs that are blocking us there. So what you resist persists. And what you focus on does what? Expands. expands. We already said that, right? So what you focus on expands. So we have uh, conscious thoughts and we have subconscious thoughts, positive and negative. We have subconscious and unconscious thoughts. And the conscious thoughts are things like in wealth creation let's say consciously we think okay i'm going to look at my credit report Uh, i'm going to check out some investment strategies i'm going to look at some tools that can help me with creating wealth i'm going to do some affirmations i call those little lies you say until you (laughs) until they become true (laughs) it's a joke so Mm -hmm. those conscious these are conscious things that we can do. However, if our unconscious or our subconscious is saying to ourselves, I'm not good enough, I don't deserve it, I'm unworthy, then it's not aligned. Because that's what's running the bus. Those subconscious thoughts down there, that is what's running everything. We it informs us on all of our decisions of who we are and what we do. And so For things to change consciously in our life, these things below, that subconscious or unconscious thoughts, those have to change. For things to change, first this or I must change. And so part of this strategy that tonight is to kind of dig it around a little bit and see what's going on in there with your bubble talk, which is the subconscious thought that keeps you from getting what you want. It's like a little bubble above your head that we have in the cartoon characters. That's what you're thinking. Okay, that's your subconscious thought. And that's what's running the bus. But what's in your bubble? So our core bubble can affect everything in our life. So if we feel like we're not good enough. Then our money can suffer our health, our faith, our love. So what we want to do is blow away those bubbles of I'm not good enough and change it to I am good enough. And it sounds very simple. And it is, however, not so easy if you don't even know what your subconscious is thinking. Okay, so let's go and look. We're going to look at your beliefs. You ready? What I want you to do is I'm going to say these statements and I want you to write down the first things that come up, the first thing that you can think of and just write it down or say it to yourself if you can't write it down right now. So... First thing that comes up, stream of consciousness. Ready? Money is energy. Money, money is what? Just write it down. Energy. Okay. Or just write down one, one or two things. First things that come up. Second thing is Rich people are what? Rich people are Hmm. Lucky? Just, write, the, just write, write down the first thing or just think of the first thing. And We're going to go through all of these with with each of with you, with you. So that you can kind of see what's coming up out of your subconscious. Rich people are. The third thing is wealth is. Wealth is. Learned. The fourth one is, I have a fear of receiving money because, I have a fear of receiving money because, just write down the first thing that if if comes to your mind. I have a fear of receiving money because, And the last one is I have a fear of giving money because Mm -hmm. I have a fear of giving money because... oops. And just finish up on the one you're on.
3: That was interesting.
0: Mm -hmm. So I wanted to give people an opportunity to share what they came up with to start with. Does anybody want to share anything? Money is, rich people are, wealth is, fear of receiving or fear of giving.
3: Okay, so I didn't judge anything, but what came up was money is hard. Rich people are not nice. Wealth is magical. I have a fear of receiving money because it might disappear. I have a fear of giving money because I don't have it.
0: (laughs) How is that? How's that land in your body, hon?
3: Oh, it 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 makes a lot of sense.
0: <laughs> okay. So <clears throat> read it out again. And I just want to see maybe a show of hands because I don't see anybody actually, so I can't see your hands. But just to kind of shout out, yes, I, I believe that similar thing. So money is what? Hard. Hard. Does anybody else feel like it's hard? Yes. Okay. Rich people are?
2: Not nice.
0: Not nice. Does anybody else feel like that?
2: No, I or think they're very disciplined. No.
0: You think they're very what? Uh, structured. Structured, OK. I thought rich people are lucky. Lucky, OK. That's mm-hmm. what I said. Mm-hmm. I
1: okay. decided to just have fun with this. When you said rich people are, I said it's me. OK. And I said it's now.
0: Okay. That's
1: simple. Okay. I,
0: I said, decided, I said,
1: enjoy oh, this. And I am. I I consciously
3: don't have a belief, but it, you know, that's what
0: came up. Yeah. Came
3: up, like first, first thing. So. Right. And I know why. Um, wealth is
0: magical. So let's stop. With, let me go back to rich people for okay. a second. Because the word rich is... Uh, for some people, it's very triggering, and yes, it feels like some people are not nice, or they're greedy, or they're lucky. Maybe lucky is a little different than, of course, that keeps it different from you. It does make it magical, doesn't it? Wealth is magical, but if if your belief is subconsciously that rich people are bad, or greedy, or not nice, or you know dishonest, or any of those things, then why would you ever want to become one of them? Exactly, and that. Piece right there can be a huge subconscious block that keeps you just enough, keeps you just having enough so that you don't become one of those people. Mm-hmm. And it can, it informs you. So it's like, I can't really get to that level because that means that they're not nice or I'm going to be something, you know, they're, uh, they're greedy or they're dishonest or whatever those answers mm-hmm. might be. My experience was that they were bullies. Yeah, so I don't want to be a bully. Therefore, I'm not going to be rich. Of course, we don't think that every day, but that is a subconscious belief that can happen. Yeah. And yeah. the lucky part, wealth is magical, and or you know, rich people are lucky, which means it's a it's that means I'm unlucky. So do you have so being unlucky if you're not rich? Does that mean that you have no choice? Because it's all about luck, and it's there's no rhyme or reason about it. And if that's the case, then that can put you in a place of why even bother. Mm-hmm. If it's meant to be, then I'll you know I'll be lucky. So fear of receiving. What did you put? I put uh, it might disappear. It might disappear. Fear of receiving.
1: Oh, for me, it was how to handle it. Right. How to handle it well. How to handle it. And for me, wealth is creativity and health, and I've got that.
0: Okay. So fear of receiving, uh, for many people, it can be a sense of what do they want? I'm going to have to owe people. If I receive something, then I have to give something back. And I'm going to owe somebody. I want to do it on my own. Mm -hmm. And the fear of receiving, say it again, Sabrina, what did you say? The fear of receiving for me was uh, it might disappear. It it might disappear? Mm -hmm. Okay. And having the responsibility might disappear can also mean I'm not managing it well. Mm Yep. Right. Yeah. And so hey, if I don't have it then I don't need to manage it so that's a block if mm-hmm. I don't manage it I mean if I don't have it then I don't won't manage it well so I don't have to worry about that and I'll just play small and play and have just enough so it's comfortable yeah I know how to be wherever you're at right if I have to go beyond my comfort zone and receive something that is not what I'm used to, then I'm not sure how it's going to play out. And for some people, receiving is hard because there are strings attached. That could be because what they learned in their life, that if somebody gives me something, or if I receive something, I'm going to owe.
3: Or, or be in um, some way, not only owe, but um, um, what is the word? Treated back, back. Treated back. Treated and back. What? Treated bad,
0: treated bad. Yeah, like like
3: in some way you're gonna, like, afterwards receive some kind of punishment or something.
0: Okay, got it. Mm-hmm. What about giving? What did you come up with? I don't.
3: Uh... <laughs> I don't have it. Oh, I don't have I don't... it. I don't have it. <laughs> I don't
1: know what that means.
3: Well. Because when I do, it's easier. If I do, I just like, mm, it's easier, you know?
0: Yeah. Who else said, did everybody else say, I just don't have it to give? No, I said, well, not they I use it. Go. What are they going to use it for? Okay. There's yeah. strings attached to giving too. Maybe. Yeah. So I'm I not going to give it to you unless you deserve it or you're going to do with it what I think you should do with it. Yeah. Yeah. So, what about the other? Who else? Fear I giving. Jennifer. Yeah, I think mine. I'm sorry, I'm Jen. And then Jen, and then Julianne. It's okay. I'm sorry. I I feed more of what I want. I feed what I want more of. <laughs> you fear what you want more of. No, I feed what I want more. Oh, of, you right? feed what you want. Or so I will donate and ch- and give charity to things that I want more of. Oh, okay. I gotcha. Okay, got it okay all right and julianne i put that i'm my fear of giving is i sort of from a
3: i don't want to say hoarding but sort of a lack mentality i'm afraid that if i give then i won't have enough in case some sort of emergency comes up
0: sure, sure. Like and that's for
3: the reserve. That's,
0: that's familiar for a lot of people it's like there's not enough and right. i want to make sure i hoard it and maybe we don't use that word but if i give it then i won't have it when i need it right which which of course in the law of reciprocity the more i give the more i receive the more i receive the more i give and so when you hold on to it and you don't give or if you block it and not receive you're blocking it because there's a flow and i always say give as you go and create a flow because if you're not in the flow There's, there's basically giving and receiving is the same energy. It is in the same, it has to flow all ways. And if you're blocking it from either way, it's a, it is a subconscious block. And of course it's easy to say, well, I I have nothing to give if that's the case, but here's the thing. And I, those of you who know my story, I mean, I gave my way to prosperity when I was in that space. I basically gave people a dollar and you know what I did when I gave people a dollar, it made me feel abundant. It made me feel that my vibration was not in lack. It made me feel like I was contributing something. I gave somebody something that I didn't, that they didn't have at that moment. I didn't put value. It's not a million dollars. It's not a thousand dollars, but I, even if it's just a dollar, what that does is it primes the pump. You know, when you're priming the pump and that those old pumps that bring the water out, yeah. uh, the water doesn't come out every, <laughs> until you keep priming it. But if you stop priming it, you stop pumping, it stops. And for many of us, we look at it and go, well, it's not coming. It's yeah. not here yet. So I'm going to stop and hold on to it because this this whole giving and receiving thing is not working. And I'm telling you, the more I gave to people, the more I received and the more I received, the more I gave. And it became a flow. And the minute you start holding on to it because you don't think there's enough, of course, that clicks in that scarcity mentality. It brings up the fear. And it's I'm not saying it's not sometimes it's not easy for for many of us to just kind of shift through that. But I'm telling you, as God is my witness, it really works. It really, really works. And But it's not about I'm going to give something in order to receive. Because here's what happens. When you give a dollar to somebody and they receive it, it makes you feel good that they received it. Not just raising your vibration, but when they receive something from you, it warms your heart. And they give something back to you by receiving it. But the same thing happens when you receive, when you receive from the universe or God or other people, or, you know, uh, maybe you get some unexplained checks in the mail. Whenever I do get that, I'm just like, (laughs) so excited because I'm willing, I'm, I'm allowing myself to receive and I'm priming that pump of allowing myself to receive. And I know that I'm giving something back just by the simple fact of me receiving.
1: Yep,
0: yeah. that makes sense. It's,
3: it's the energy of for me. A lot is the energy of playfulness. Yeah, that Perfect. I've noticed the difference when I'm in constant playfulness. And Perfect. yeah.
0: So. These things that you're writing down, these subconscious beliefs, all this means is that's what's running the bus. And it might be, um, these can be just, these can be absolute blocks if you keep uh, holding on to those beliefs. The good news is you can shift that. Because as soon as you know what your belief is or that your subconscious thought is, you can shift it. You can say, you can pinch and shift is what I call it. You pinch yourself right here on your, on your, um, uh thumb area here down here on your hand it hurts a little thin part right here you can pinch yourself and say i choose to believe whatever it is so if you say that you know rich people are bad or you're saying uh i don't have the money oh i choose to i choose to know that all is well i choose to know that i am worthy and i choose to believe that i Deserve to receive. So you can do a little pension shift when once you know what your beliefs are, because that's where it comes from. Because you cannot get it if you keep putting yourself and making um, other people outside of yourself the reason why you're in the position you're in. Mm-hmm. That's going to hinder you from really um, allowing yourself to make a change in your life because you'll always be looking on the outside. Okay. So let me share my screen again. Okay. So for some people, they feel like when they're in debt. Have you ever been in debt before? Yeah. And you've heard before there's good debt and bad debt. Maybe you've heard that before. And that is true. There's good debt and bad debt. Oh, yeah. So in wealth creation, uh, which is a whole nother process we can go through with our essence of abundance class that we're doing, by the way, in February. But when you go through what is good debt and what is bad debt, it's okay to be in debt. But be mindful about what you're in debt for. If you're in debt because you have spent more than what you make and what you have spent it on are things that are not creating assets for yourself or wealth for yourself then that is a loss leader and of course people when they are in bad debt when they have a lot of consumer debt credit debt it yeah. makes them feel guilty yes or no yeah Have you ever felt guilty because you're in debt? Maybe you owe somebody something and you feel bad because you can't pay it back. Yeah. Okay. So guilt demands punishment. So if you are vibrating or thinking or feeling guilty about anything, okay, not just about money, but if you're feeling guilty about anything, you are vibrating guilt and guilt demands punishment. When you're in a court of law, you're guilty and you will be punished. Or what's the opposite of guilt? Freedom. If you're in a courtroom. Innocence. Innocent. And innocent is a very interesting word for many people. They don't believe they're really innocent. So just think about, Are you? were you born innocent? Yep. And what the hell happened? And meaning, a happening. <laughs> well, there's a lot of things, but meaning that innocent part of you is still there. Money is innocent. Wealth is innocent. You are innocent. But what happens is that innocent part of you that you've lost or you've forgotten about maybe, or if you're in the middle of guilt and shaming yourself, then that's what you're vibrating. So the whole point of this about debt and guilt is to shift out of the guilt part and go to the innocence, which can be, as there's a lot of different uh, processes on how to do that. But first of all, just be aware of it. And I have a lot of different processes to really focus in on the innocence because money is just energy. And it's innocent. And you are innocent. It's what you do with it that can be harmful or not agreed. Yes or no? Yes. Okay. All right. So I just wanted to show you that, that guilt is really not a very, if you feel guilty about anything, my suggestion is to pinch and shift yourself out of that. Say, I choose to feel innocent now, even if you don't believe it, even if you don't think it's true, it's priming the pump. I choose to feel innocent. Go, be with babies. That's a great way to just tap into that innocence. Look at yourself as a little girl or a little boy when you were a baby. Tap into that innocence because it's still there. It didn't go anywhere. It might be faint based on where you're at in your life, but it's still there. It didn't go anywhere. And so what you focus on expands gets bigger and for some people they spend money to avoid pain and we use money to soothe our fears think about that if you're in pain about something or if you're afraid i mean what do we do we do uh, shop you know we go shop uh, or we eat food or like i'm in pain so let me go make myself feel better let me go buy something let me go eat something okay sometimes we think if we can uh have something new or do something um go out to eat or go to a restaurant or go to um a show or buy some new clothes that it's gonna make us feel better so we're still looking outside of ourselves watch movies <laughs> like what
3: watch movies
0: <laughs> yeah right and so I'm just I'm just saying I'm saying if you if you tend to do this as it's okay to do, what I'm trying to say is, if there is a, um, if you're doing this a lot, if you can see a pattern here, mm. okay, if you see a pattern of this is what I'm, this is my go-to when I'm feeling down, I want to go do that, and <laughs> you see, and you see your money just leave. So mm. if we're afraid to fail, then we already have. If you avoid failure, you avoid success. That's the other part about this. If you're constantly trying to not risk something because you're afraid to fail, then understand that avoiding failure is avoiding success. Think about athletes. They fail, they fail, they fail, they fail, they win. It's part of that process. But what happens is people, when they fail or when something doesn't work out the way they want, then they beat themselves up, they feel guilty, and they're in the spiral. And then they give up.
1: May I ask a question about debt? Sure. Okay, so I took out an SBA loan, whatever it was they were doing. So now it's come due. And I had thought it was going to be $50 a month. Surprise, it's 165 And I am paying it SBA debt. Is that uh, SBA loan? Is that considered good or bad debt?
0: What did you do with the money?
1: <laughs> I'm painting. It helped me move to Costa Rica.
0: Um yes, and it's bad debt. It's bad debt. Yes, the re- in in the terms of I'm going to be very strict about what that means. Okay. In the yeah. terms of did it put money in your pocket? Did you use that money to build your assets? To remember, an asset is puts money in your pocket. A liability takes money out. So well, if you if you went to Costa Rica to feel better or to get out of Dodge or whatever the reason is, but going to Costa Rica may or may not have put money in your pocket, maybe it did. Maybe well, painting didn't put money in your pocket, That's then, then, then it's good debt.
1: It did put money in my pocket. I'm living for less money here than I lived in the States.
0: Okay. So,
1: I'm not saying it's cheap, by the way. Anyone who thinks Costa Rica is cheap, let me tell you, no, it's not. Okay? Uh-huh. Um and I'm painting new stuff. And it's 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 exciting. It's sometimes what I call a pita, a pain in the assets. Okay, but I'm happy. Not every minute. Sometimes it really is annoying. But yeah, but okay, I can I can absolutely see that. And I discovered yeah. I owed somebody beyond precious to me a pot of money. And I am um, now I felt horrible because I just left. And now I'm paying it back.
0: Okay. Well, so in turn, you you get to decide. Was it a an investment of good or bad debt? It, the, another key to that is also, you know, do you feel guilty? Okay. So here's the tool that I want to give I let you. Go of the guilt. Pardon? No,
1: I did have guilt, and I let go oh, of it. Okay, did great. Best okay, And now I'm doing the next best.
0: Okay. Well, here here is a practice or something that that oh, you can. Thing. S- excuse me.
1: I've done this bucket thing in a different kind of practice. Yeah. Okay. And I don't have them with me because it was just so much I could bring with me to Costa
0: Rica. <laughs> well, this is just a habit. Okay. I'm giving you yeah, these. I, I, have, I have so many tools, but this is one tool on how to create wealth is just to keep your. First of all, don't be afraid to fail, take risks, okay? But these buckets are ways that you can, whatever you're bringing into your system, whatever income you have coming in, whether it's from assets, whether it's from a job, whether it's from a business, okay? Whether it's an investment. If you have a habit of saving a little, spending a little, investing a little, and giving a little, And you continue that, whether it doesn't have to be 10%, 10%, 10%. It doesn't have to be any percentage, but get into the habit of, okay, I'm going to put a little bit in savings. I'm going to put a little bit in spending. I'm going to put a little bit investing and giving. Now, let me give you the distinctions. Spending, we know how to do, so I don't need to talk about that. Investing means that you're putting your, even if it's just a little bit, even if it's $10 a month or a million dollars a month, doesn't, what you're doing with that investment is you're you're putting it into a fund that will have your money work for you, whether it be in um, bonds or stocks or real estate, or even if it's just uh, another person or it can be investing in your business. But what you're doing is you're putting money into, it's going to make money for you, Okay. It's creating assets. And that's why the rich get richer is because they put their money in assets. They don't put their money in liabilities. Okay. So investing means it makes your your money works for you. Giving, you've got to put that within. And what I do is a monthly thing. I just say, okay, I know I'm going to give this every month. And sometimes I give it to people. I give it to so. The point of giving is whatever makes your heart sing. It can be an organization. It can be a charity. It can be a person. You can be giving something. Right? So I say again? You're talking about the tithe right now? Yes. Yes. It could be, and I use the word tithe, but it doesn't have to be 10%. But it's just, it's basically putting that into your practice of giving. Remember what I said the more I give, the more I receive. The more I receive, the more I give. And so the giving part raises my vibration. So I know every month I'm going to be giving something to somebody. And it can be an ongoing thing where you just have it coming out of your account every month if you want. If it's something that makes your heart sing. Something that makes makes your juices flow. Like, you know what, I'm doing good works in the world. And maybe you're, like I said, giving it to a friend. So this is important to keep in mind. It's not It's not giving when I have it. <laughs> when I think, oh, well, this month I did well, so this month I'll give. It's a habit. You give a little bit each month, invest a little bit, spend a little bit, and save. Save means what you're doing is you're putting it into a different account or different bucket. I don't mean real buckets, you know, but it's an account that you put it in. That basically is saving, and remember, some people say, some financial people say, okay, three months' worth, six months' worth, nine months' worth to have in a savings account in case, you know, uh, something happens where you just can't work or there's something happens where you just have to live off of it, okay, is you want to have that much built up into a savings, at least, And that savings means you don't ever spend, you spend the investment, you spend the interest that you earn, but not the actual savings. Yeah. This is also legacy for some people. Okay. This can also be a legacy uh, account, meaning that you can say you can spend as much as you want on the interest, but keep the principal there. Because think about it. if you know you always have that there, how does that make you feel?
3: So a sense is you a
0: feel good. Yeah you you're, just, you not, feel you're just you're just not spending it. that's all right now. You're still giving. You're still investing. you're still spending. but you also have this little thing here that just it allows you to feel abundant feel, that, they're, that you've got something that you could, but you're just choosing not to. Yep. Okay. So that that's the whole concept of putting these, the income or whatever, uh, whatever monies you have coming in to do it. Just create a little habit, even if it's just a little bit. The other piece is look at what you are offering. So, the part about thriving is if you have a business or if there's something that you're wanting to do in the world, look at what you have to offer and see what value you're placing on it. Do you, do you have value that you can offer in the world? Yep. Is it worth, you know, so people put their self-worth and their self-esteem um, in their bank account. And this is not exactly what I'm talking about talking about, look at what you have to offer the world, whether you're, like I said, doing a business or an employee or whatever it is, or retired, but look at what you have to offer. And that is the part of really digging into the value of who I am. And because of that, you'll thrive. The other thing is to listen. If you do have a business, listen to your customers. Solve problems. Solve problems for your customers. This is a way to thrive because things change. Again, changing face of industry. So if whatever industry you're in, whatever uh, business you're in, or where you're working, or whatever it is, notice the changes that are happening. Now there was a big change because of the pandemic. Wasn't there. People had to pivot. People had to look at what was happening in the world and not put your head in the sand and say, okay, all right, this is changing. And a lot of people don't like to change, right? But act quickly on it. Don't be afraid to make a mistake or to take a risk, but act quickly. See the gap that you can fill. Look at the gaps to see what you can fill and invest time in that. And don't be afraid to make the mistake. And that's what I had to do because I was doing mainly in-person workshops. For 31 years, I've been doing workshops in person. (laughs) And luckily, I had the uh, wherewithal to create online content for 52 weeks. I have online content with our Conscious Leadership Academy. And I was able to do, I, I kept going. I didn't have to shut down because I went online, as did so many other people. The one thing I didn't do was invest in Zoom. Oh, well, <laughs> I was using Zoom from the very beginning. <laughs> but the whole point of this is if if you can get your abundance and finances right, meaning if you can get your worthiness and the cash flow Really um, working for you, getting your money to work for you instead of you working for it. If you can get your relationships and and understand your emotional intelligence and loving yourself enough to, to know that you're worthy, to have a voice in the world with your communication and have empathy and understand what's going on with other people and empathize with them and not be afraid of your own voice and trusting it. Trust your leadership of who you are in the world, whether you're leading yourself, a family, an organization, a group, a company, whatever, and respecting yourself enough to be in that power and to respect others. And if you can get all of this right, meaning in alignment, then that is the essence of success. So that's why these pillars that you see here are the essence of abundance, essence of relationships, essence of communication, essence of leadership creates the essence of success. And that is what our Conscious Leadership Academy is all about. So I just wanted to make you aware of this tribe that's been out here for 31 years that you can join and that you can be a part of, that you don't have to do this by yourself. Okay. If you go to essenceofbeing.com/cla, which stands for Conscious Leadership Academy, you'll see all the different ways you can play with us. And if you felt like you got a little bit of value tonight, great. But just think about a deep dive into each of those things. Abundance—we're doing abundance all for three months now. We're doing, and then we're doing relationships, and then we're doing communication and leadership. And by the way, if you're in the Atlanta area, or even if you're not, you can come play with us at our one day from nine to six. We're doing an actual play shop, Essence of Abundance, where we could dive deep and you get to play games and find out more and get more tools and experience a lot more in person. If you go to essenceofbeing.com slash EOA, which stands for Essence of Abundance, you can come play with us there. And we have a lot of other online opportunities, like I said, for you to play virtually essenceofbeing.com slash CLA. And I'm going to go to the, the main, whoop, the first one, the, the tier that you can join us on is if you want to find your purpose and continue to work with a conscious community, we have weekly leadership calls. <clears throat> it's based on these conscious topics. And you get to practice Practice everything that we're talking about every week. Play with it. Play with like-minded people and integrate it into your life. It's only 37 a month. So check it out, okay? The other sections you can look at later. But essenceofbeing.com slash CLA, I invite you to come play with us there, okay? Because you can always play with us in that and do it. You don't have to do it alone. I know it's been tough for some of us. We're feeling like we don't have a, we, we have to do all this alone. But if you want to find your purpose, have integrity and have a con and contribute to the world, come play with us in our conscious leadership Academy. And of course we're doing our cruise this year. Essenceofbeing.com slash cruise. That's in October. Would okay. love to have play with all of you. We're going to have like-minded people just raising raising we call it high vibes on the high seas. (laughs) so you'll be playing with us on that level too and if those of you who are saying well i don't have the money just listen to your bubble talk or i don't have the time or i don't have this or that listen to that stop it (laughs) i remember pension shift i choose i choose to know i choose to believe i choose to see my own innocence in this And I'm t- I'm here to show you that this really works. I am a walking testimony. I had nothing. I'd lost everything. I've been there. And the cool part about it is, because I've had that experience and I know what that is. I could, if that happened again for whatever reason, now I have the evidence and the tools. i know yeah. that I can shift out of that. But don't beat yourself up that because some of us in the personal development world, they think, oh, I should have known better. I should know better. Why am I in this position? Right. I know these tools. I got this. But here I am. So we start going into that whole shaming thing. Stop it. Stop it. And come play with us in our community because we will uplift you because we we want people to really make a difference and to know that they matter and yeah. to contribute to the world. Does mm-hmm. anybody have anything they want to say?
1: One, can you see me? Did I do this right? Yes, can you some... I can see okay. you now. Okay, so this is me in my little Tico house, very casually laid back in uh, Cahuita, Costa Rica. And uh, it is a pleasure to be with you. I have humongous self-respect at this point in time. I'm finished with that other stuff and starting a whole bunch of new stuff, and it's really quite exciting. And healing stuff, and it's definitely a journey. And I want to just say this, because a lot of people here may not know me. So I want to just say this. Anybody who's afraid of getting older, let me just say I'm 81 and literally a half, okay? On the 17th, I'm a half. And if you know how to take care of yourself, and I do know how to do that, you can have energy ever and ongoing. Okay. Burge can teach you. I can teach you. It is a reality. Okay. And that's it. And thank you, Burgey.
0: You're welcome, honey. Bye. You're welcome, Audrey. Thank you. And anybody else, please. If there's anything that you would like to discuss after the call, I'm going to stop the recording. I mean, I'm here. I'll sit back for a minute. If you would like to just ask more questions, or if there's anything that you want to share, and and really, we we're meeting every Tuesday night. We just had a call last night um, about relationship, about bubble talk and subconscious beliefs. So it was really great. But we appreciate you being on the call tonight. Hope you learned something, you. or you feel a little bit uplifted that all is well.
2: I just want to say one thing, uh, Burji. I always will gonna be grateful. You know, I done all the courses, and I always will be grateful for everything you you are doing and all the teachings. And probably years ago, uh, for if we have the same conversation, I'll gonna answer the same things uh, what Sabrina answered. But now. I have a completely different point of view for which you're a huge part and you're a huge part of my life. And uh, especially after the last experiences in Italy, I am so grateful for everything what you have done for me. And I'm sorry, I'm laying down. I cannot turn my camera on because I broke my tibia. So I'm in bed with my feet up. That's why my camera is off. But um I always will be great, grateful for everything you have done. And if anybody hasn't missed these courses, I will advise you, please do, because this will gonna be a life changer. It, it is. Thank you, thank,
0: thank you, Abby. Thank you, honey. And join us on our cruise. You're a cruiser, com slash cruise. Heal your body. So yes. You play with us. <laughs> yes, Some that's what I'm working on. <laughs> Anybody can come. Anybody can come play with us because we're going to definitely transform the ocean. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for sure. So just go to, S- thank you, Dolly. Go to essenceofbeing.com slash cruise and you can check that out. And anybody can come. I invite you all for that. Yes. Thank you all. And uh, definitely check out the Conscious Leadership Academy. Even if you just do the 37 a month, you guys, it, it really makes a difference to stay connected and to know that you have a tribe or you have people uplifting you and to keep you on track because we all fall off track sometimes.
3: Well, it, it, it's sort of the reason why moving moving here and the movement was had one reason and other things showed up in the process. Other things came bubbling up, up you know, it came to surface through the process of moving. And I knew some of that would happen. So it's been very interesting. I, I'm I'm thankful for it.
0: <laughs> and you're in Texas?
3: Yes, I'm in Texas. Yeah. You know, we come to Texas now. I know. Very south of where I am. But
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, come play. Come play, Sabrina. We miss you, hon. And you can do this online. You don't have to come anywhere. You can do it all online with us like this. I know. I know. Okay. Thank just you. say yes. Just say yes. So go to essenceofbeing slash cla and just stick your toe in. You don't have to do the whole thing, but just stick your toe in, and yeah. you can stay on track that way. Because right. what if? What if? <laughs> what if all of this is magic?
3: I I believe it's magic. I, I do think I do think that the process that I've been through, even though it's been challenging, it's it's been shifting. It's been shifting towards things that I'm very passionate about that I had not gone to look into. And I'm aware of that. So it's just it's just the, the person that I knew so many years, right? Years, Sabrina. And now it's changing. So it's kind of oh, this is a new person, a new Yeah. Kind of strange. So
1: Yeah. I want to yeah. give a testimony for Burge as a healer. I'm a healer. Okay, I'm a bunch of things, among which is a healer. And I'm very fastidious about who I allow to deal with my energy and energy healings because I'm a sensitive and an empath. And in, I think it was the mastery class, whatever it was, okay, in one of the courses, let's just say we did without my going into detail because it's irrelevant to this conversation, that you and some others did massive healing energy for me. And it was fabulous. And so I definitely want to let people know that Bird really is good at this. And I am somebody who does this. And, I am, and I'm also very good, by the way. I'm letting people know that. And in terms of the thing, just say yes. I'm going to turn that to you and you know to which I'm referring. And I'm not interested in any of the so-called excuses. Okay. I don't care. Just say yes, and that's where I believe that, and I love you. I love you too.
3: (laughs) Well, well, good to see you.
0: (laughs) Good to see all of you so much, absolutely. And I uh, wanted to answer Keisha. I think you're still on Keisha. Why do people lose the playfulness of a child? So that part of us that thinks that we're supposed to be serious, especially when it comes to money and work and blah, play is so important. Play is a is is a natural uh, experience, and play means that there's no outcome. Yeah. So and for laughter. many of us, pardon,
1: laughter, being able to laugh of and enjoy course. being alive,
0: and that brings the endorphins into our body. I mean, it is a physiological thing. Okay, and for us to play and laugh, so uh, we do that a lot, uh, and that's why we're doing the cruise. <laughs> so
3: yeah. I made a commitment to play a lot this year. Because last year I felt I was not playing and that everything kind of fell apart in that in that area. So it's a commitment I made. I'm playing a lot this year.
0: <laughs> good. Good, good, good. Well, come play with us because we want you. Okay. <laughs> we want you. Yes, we want to play, play with people that want to play and that want to up-level and, per- and make a difference in the world. And that's who we're uh, attracting. We have thousands of graduates around the world. It is a global community. So, I appreciate all of you. And is there anything else anybody wants to say before we close out? I'm good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Pleasure. Oh, and hello to purpose. Brad. Thank I you. will. Thank That's you. CLA, everybody. Come play.
1: Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Right. Okay. Bye. Thank you. Bye. 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 Buenas.